What it is, you know what it is, it's Tyrus. I decided to put out one of our favorite past episodes this week for you. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the episode. Enough said. What it is, uh, welcome to an exciting venture of Tyrus and the Wiseman. So, okay, so you get a lot of anniversaries. Does anyone know what uh, anniversary today is uh, in NWO, the NWO legacy? Oh, geez. Okay, what are we? January 25th? Oh, man. Is it the finger poke of doom? No clue. It's when Dusty Rhodes turned NWA. Oh. Yeah, Rhodes joined the NWA. I'm watching the clip right now. It's uh, Scott Hall versus Larry Zabisco. And, That's uh, a barn burner. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> Spicoli. I didn't know. Oh, I, I forgot. Spicoli, rest his soul, was in the NWO for a short, hot minute. And uh, I think uh, Trevor might have been in NWO, too. I mean, there was I a lot of I think everybody was. No. And, uh, I'm not that old. I'm not that old. So the bro. play, I mean, but here's the thing, though. Dusty's hey. probably, what, 60, maybe in this? Uh, something like yeah. that. And uh, the place is going nuts. He hits the elbow. Uh, and then uh, Zabisco grabs Scott Hall. And he winds up, does the thing, and hits Larry Zabisco. The crowd's still cheering, anyways. They don't care, you know. And then and then Scott Hall does the uh, the double point at him. He takes the shirt off. He's got the NWO shirt on. Now he's dropping elbows. And I guess they were supposed to boo, but the place is going nuts. Like they're, of course, dude. they're just going nuts. NWO was so awesome. You know, did they get just, the same reaction when uh, Booty Man joined? No. No, this is the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes. <laughs> like the only, I think at one point everybody became NWO. They were like, you know what? <sighs> it. Like, let's just. Hop but let's be honest, though. Who wants over. to be the guy who didn't get asked? Right. <laughs> you know. Yeah, but who wants to be the thirtieth guy? Like, hey, uh, hey, it's there. doing a hey, Mister Irrelevant. He's doing pretty good in the playoffs. <laughs> We should, yeah. we should, you know, somewhere there has to be like a numbers list where everybody has a detailed number who joined and when they joined, what number and what. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. There's I'm some sure sort there's of some nerd out there. Yeah, yeah. we yeah. wouldn't call him a nerd, Aaron. I'd call him a historian. But if you want, yeah. to I mean, there, I guess you can call I mean, him a mark on. to be a about it. But right, but we're not. At least nope. not all of us. Not all of us. That's just me. Just yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing, hey, you know what? It's funny though when you mentioned Booty Man with Beefcake, right? How many different characters he's had wait where... booty man was beefcake you, you're telling me the disciple was the same guy as <laughs> okay now i, I can feel him being a d- right now yeah i feel it <laughs> <laughs> was this yeah. after the boating accident right like this was yeah. no that was, was from ron bass everyone knows oh, ron bass oh. took the spurs to his face come on man <laughs> you know breaking the fourth wall here so uh my first time ever oh go ahead Tyrus. No, no no go ahead your first time ever I'm sure it has nothing ever to do at like a major wrestling show. Uh, I was like, I was maybe like, I was a senior in high school and I went with Killer Kowalski. It was back to a WCW Nitro. Uh, it was like 97 or 98. And um, so, like, I was talking to this guy and I was just having a conversation with him and he had long hair and a beard and I had no idea that it was beefcake. It was right before he had come out as a disciple and like he had just gotten all shredded and everything and he had the long hair. I mean, he looked like, you know, a medieval artist representation of Jesus Christ. To be quite honest, um, but no, with the hair and the beard and stuff, and um, I, I was just really kind of taken aback by it because, like, I didn't realize I was talking to Brutus Beefcake until five minutes into the conversation. Then I went, "Oh, sh-. 
So, so yeah, that was um, me, me. Me and Trevor had a great ride with Beefcake in Minnesota. <laughs> really? Go ahead, Luke. Tell the story, please. <laughs> oh, go wait. Y'all ready? Oh, we got something else. Oh no! Because I'll give it. Give it. Mm-hmm. All right. So so. Me and Trevor were working this show way like five hours away from Minneapolis. It was a five-hour drive, right? And we had to fly into Minneapolis. And uh, they, the promoter told us, well, hey, do y'all mind if, if Beefcake rides up with y'all? Oh, boy. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, I'm like, man, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't want somebody else calling the shots that's been on the road all this time. We, You know, we paid our dues at this point. We don't want to cater to somebody else. But, you know, because you hear the stories, right? I didn't know him, so I didn't know if he was going to be a jerk or if he was going to be somebody cool to ride with. So, uh but of course, we were going to say, yeah. So I told Trevor, I said, man, you got to ask him about that uh, cocaine incident in, uh, <laughs> at the, at the subway, the anthrax incident when he shut down the whole subway. I think in Boston it was. I think it was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Trevor's like, no, nah, you ask him. You ask him. And I'm like, well, let's feel it out. Let's, uh, let's see how he is. And if he's cool, I'll ask him. So we ride the whole way up there, and he talks the whole time. And he also directs us because he knows everything in the area because he worked up there for all those years back in the day. So he told us the whole way. He was super cool. So on the way home, we're driving back a couple of days later. Got that five-hour ride. Trevor's in the back seat. I'm driving. Brutus is in the passenger seat. I look in the rear view, and I see Trevor pointing at me going, ask him, mother Ask him. want to know, dude. I want to know. Yeah. So I was like, all right. I said, hey, uh, what happened with that 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 anthrax cocaine incident in the subway when you shut huh? the subway down? <laughs> hey, and I wouldn't know how he was going to react. He did not miss a beat. He went right no. into it. He goes, oh, that stupid was working there. Uh, you know, she said it was cocaine, but, but what it was was a big powder. I had a bad headache, and you get two in a pack, and I took oh, a the, powder. the BC, the BC yeah, the powder, BC, yeah. The, yeah, the BC powder. That's what it is. I took a, you got two in a pack. I left one on the counter, and that was during the anthrax scare time. So everybody thought it was anthrax. So they come in. They shut the railway down. They take me out, blah, blah, blah. I'm trying to tell them that it's BC powder. They test me, and I pop positive for cocaine. But I was partying the whole night before, and I had cocaine in my system. So they thought I was on cocaine at the job, but I wasn't. So that was the whole – and it cost the place millions of dollars, obviously, because the whole place got shut down. The whole city yeah. got shut down. And, uh, hey – it was it was it was great, and that's uh, I, I probably not the best storyteller on that, but that just he was just he was just like yeah, it was just BC powder, you know. I shut the whole subway down for a whole day. Yeah, I, well, and it's a prime yeah, example sure. of how the media like blew it out of proportion. To Did basically they? What it was? <laughs> Did they? Right? Of course, it was. It was BC powder. Yeah, I was. You know, okay. You gotta look out for the boys. Yes, yes, dear. She's an insurance salesman. Yes, dear. That's talking to her about adding you guys to my life insurance, dear. Yeah. 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 I wasn't on it. I use it at night. But never at work because I draw a fine line between. What, what Luke's not telling you is the whole time he's telling the story, we're looking at each other in the rear view mirror like, yeah. like uh, Wait, was he driving? Yeah. Yeah. No, oh, no he was, uh-huh. Luke was driving. Oh, okay. I was about to say, chances no, he was are. In the passenger seat. Yeah. Uh, and so know, he was very alert on the road. You know, it, I, I just think it was just that time, you know. Those, a lot of those guys from that era never really knew when it was over. You know what I'm saying? Like the yeah, that partying, you know, because it was a different time. You know, they, like when people think about wrestling today, it's pretty mundane 
opposed to like how it was back then in terms of like how guys took care of themselves. You know, now, yeah, now yeah. instead of doing, you know, a line of coke, we, we try to get six hours of sleep. Two run cycles or I can't function. Yeah. Two run yeah. cycles, I'm good to go. But and those we also guys post were... Instagram videos of working out every day. Yeah. Yes. But By those way, guys were running right. six days a week, man. Like those seven days a week, that was their life. Yeah. Like, could you guys imagine not going home for 30 days and just kind of stopping in? I mean, they stop in. Here's close. the thing. Uh, if a guy got hurt and couldn't go, he was replaced. That's how deep the bench was. So, yep. you you know, because yep. uh, uh, Haku – uh, tells me the story uh, recently. Hacksaw Jim Duggan was in the news for uh, whooping the ass of a guy trying to rob him. What a mistake that was. Correct. But, um, yeah, what do you do if you break in the house and all of a sudden you see it's Hacksaw Jim Duggan? You know what I mean? Yeah, he's got to yeah, be well, part of it that's like, oh, just well, you know he's at least got a two by four. Yeah, you, you know, know. He's at least got a two by four next to the bed. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? He's, yeah. So he's coming out of the, the shower. Oh, so, uh, wrong house. Wrong house. Yeah. Right. Whoops. And uh, so Haku, who he had knee surgery, he had knee replacement surgery uh, yesterday, and he's he's doing well, he's doing fine. Uh, and oh, uh, and but he told me like this is how it was back when they were working those loops. So him and Hacksaw had a feud going when he was the king, and Hacksaw had ruptured his Achilles tendon, so he was done. And if he couldn't go, he's not getting paid. I mean, they'll have another guy come in. So what they what they did was Haku worked him on one leg for their, you know, three months they were running until he was better. So the boys would take care of each other. So every night Hacksaw would come down to the ring, uh, Haku would jump him and work his leg. And then eventually, you know, he'd get up and do his, what he's got to do or whatever. But they took care of each other because they had no choice because if a guy goes down and he can't go, he's gone. So you can't, you know, you're not paying your bills. So they'd be on the road. So the, I think a lot of ways that generation. That's why when they see each other, it's such a love affair. You know, when when they when the guys see each other, when they run into each other, because they were basically their own family and they took care of each other. But you know what's also crazy about that time is those guys. Not everybody, but a lot of those guys made some big money back then. Well, they it was disproportionate, making, but yeah, like Hogan made a ton. Kamala didn't make anything. Yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Like, yeah, guys, like in the, in the territory days, you see some of these checks that were getting, you know, thirty five hundred for the week. You know, or for a payday, for a payday, for for one show. You you go back and look at all the stuff Cornette has in his locker room and all all his savings and stuff and his check stubs. And you're like, wait, Jim Cornette was making that much money back then? And you just going and he and you know he obviously he was a manager and he did other stuff, but you just thought like thirty five hundred dollars in like 1985 was was a lot, a lot of a money. Lot. Right. Well, that was also you thought the business was going to last forever too. You know what I mean? They fell. A yeah. lot of wrestlers fell. Well, and then trap. good old Johnny oh. IRS also loved to mm -hmm. pop in. And then a lot of you live on the road. So these yep. guys, you know, renting cars, buying cars just for the road, hotels, right. life on the road. And then you got to pay the bills at home. And so Harley said he bought a new car every year. Like yeah, that was they had to. Like he yeah. got a new car every had to get, year. You had to because you were in it all year. Yep. You know, so guys would find way, but it was like, the like a guy like Hogan who would go out and he'd do his thing, but Hogan was making millions, you know. And then the guy who was working, like it was the dream. If you got to work Hogan in a program, it was like you hit the lottery. 
because yeah, you're going to make yeah. some money, you know. So you would want to be, you know, and Hogan liked working bigger guys. So he would, you know, he the bigger guys, and then you'd want to get in a feud with him, and, and that could be a two pay per view feud if you're lucky. Like I think Bundy probably had the most pay per views and stuff, and uh, he got that one. He beat him on um, what Saturday Night Main Event, uh, leading into the Andre uh, match going in there. But you wanted those. You wanted to wrestle the big guy, you know, that eventually, you know, it was like you wanted to be in there with Savage and you wanted to be in there with Ultimate Warrior because those are the guys that got you paid. But after that, it, it drops off substantially, you know, and then you have guys who were like not making much at all, but still having to make towns. Like, it's just, you know, that's and you always hear like, you know, oh, that's why there needed to be a union and things like that. But it's hard to save money when you're actively spending all the time. And, and of course, they made horrible decisions, a lot of them. And, of course, if you're spending a lot of your money on cocaine, you're going to be broke really quick. Yeah. I mean, because, right. you know. And it's, yeah, and, and the thing is, too, on the road, where, especially in the lifestyle, and, and, and look, I mean, we're, we're fairly familiar with it. I mean, we weren't in there in the 80s, but it was still kind of the that rigorous grind where when we did an, an average loop was, it was six days a week, five full days, yeah. right? Yeah. Yep. And, like, okay, all you're concerned about sometimes is when you do that show and, and, and you go through that, um, like, performing in front of a live crowd, I don't care who you are, it is very emotionally taxing to some level, right? Like, your your nervous system goes through kind of this up and down and the adrenaline spike and everything. So you're, you're feeling like that. Now you have to drive to the next town. Uh, got to get something to eat. Got to get a hotel, sleep, whatever. And sometimes all you're concerned about is that next meal at Waffle House. That's all you're thinking about. Or how late, you know, can you get a checkout at the hotel? And you just don't realize, like, these little comforts, you know, oh, I'm just going to buy a car to make myself feel good or anything. Like, that's all you have sometimes with some people. It's not right, but we see it a lot in the overcompensation with material goods because your life is just so kind of mundane at its core. That well, makes sense. not just that, but you also see, like, when guys got beat up, now we got trainers. Now a guy, you know, says, oh, I'm hurt. I got to rehab. He doesn't get fired. Back then, if they were beat up or hurt, it was like, take two of these so you can wrestle. Well, it makes me sleepy. Yeah. Well, okay, well, then take this. This will get you up. So Do you think that kind of started yeah. with the concussions? Yeah. You think that, like, the, 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 the trainers and stuff and the taking time off really started since they, the concussions became such a big deal? And I think like, so, okay, yeah. Well. I think that's cha- I think that changed the game. Um, yeah, 2006, would that be? That's probably the time yeah. where I also think it kind of started a little bit earlier as far as, like, the guys getting fusion and neck surgeries and things like that. Well, but, that and it really, the, yeah, it really took the, off as a wellness policy. The ordeal, yeah, the ordeal with Eddie and then Benoit wasn't too far after that, really. I felt I was there in the middle of it, and that really sparked them trying to, whether it was to look good in front of the public or or whatever the motivation was to take care of us. And they really went into that rigorous, like you said, the, uh, the drug, the, the drug program testing everybody. Yeah, because the WWE's drug program is, is more vicious, I guess you could say, or more stringent than NFL, yeah. NBA, all of them Absolutely. combined. So yeah. it's every, it's every month there. Oh, we were made to feel yeah, like criminals. We were yeah, made to feel like criminals. Really yeah. be honest. We'll be back with much more after this. Tap the brakes on the aging process. Are you really ready to lose your shape, your muscle, your energy? Are you ready to get old? You can slow it down. 
Nugenics Total T Testosterone Booster with Testafin will help you turn back the clock and re-energize your life. Prove it to yourself, risk-free. Try Nugenics Total T before you buy. There's nothing to lose and everything to gain. New energy, muscle, drive, and even more passion. Get your complimentary sample when you text 231-231 and enter the keyword Tyrus. Nugenics Total T Power Boost is backed by clinical studies and real science. Nugenics key ingredients like testophen have shown to boost free testosterone levels in men. In other words, it's based in science and it works. Now get a complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total T when you text 231231 and enter the keyword Tyrus. Text now and you'll get a bottle of Nugenics Thermo X, the newest and most powerful fat incinerator ever with key ingredients to help you lose fat fast and get lean fast. Absolutely free. Text 231231 and enter keyword Tyrus. Texting enrolls you into reoccurring automated text messages. Consent not required to purchase. Message and data rates may apply. I personally spent $11,000 in fines there because I was <laughs> negatively, well, I was positively testing for THC. But at that time, the, the yeah. mentality of it was I'm making five, six grand a week. I'll give you a thousand dollars a month to just be happy. You know what I mean? That you, you just the only downside of that is if you get sent to rehab for weed. <laughs> well, <laughs> right. you know I what I'm saying? Ultimately... Like you're in the rehab meeting and like people are selling their bodies right. and. And you're like, no, I'm not. I just, no, I just yeah. smoke yeah. Yeah. cannabis. I, I passed it. I was always, I, I passed all my stuff. I didn't, I've always been, when it came to like weed and stuff, I got to just turn it off. My problem wasn't weed. My problem was cupcakes and those mother are everywhere. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I could get, I could get, I could get a cupcake <laughs> any time of night. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, I didn't have to, hey, nobody tested for that. Well, I guess they did. It's called a scale. Me. You know, you get yeah, on a weight scale, up, oh, test positive for cupcakes again, yep. I gain three pounds. So, <laughs> but you, you, test, you test positive for weed, your cupcake uh, uh, hunger goes up double. Even more. So, yeah, so I couldn't get fined <laughs> and fined. Because I remember no, one time, no, I, I don't no, know what no. I did. I think it was I was when I was feuding with Sandow. Sandow and I, uh, which is Aaron, uh, I had him clip my leg. And I, when I tell you that I trust him completely uh, in the ring – to where I didn't even look back. You know, a guy's going to run and chop your leg out from under, from behind you. If you look at, you know, I didn't even, I just didn't even break stride. I'm like, just hit me whenever you're going to hit me. And uh, when he did, it looked like a car accident. And Fit Finley, Arn Anderson, I think Dean Malenko jumped up and said, holy f- he broke his f- leg. And they were like cussing Aaron out. He just broke his leg. They were going, like rushing to where I, when I was laying, of course, and I'm selling it, you know, and he's standing over me or whatever. And uh, they looked at me and I was just like, they're like, where does it hurt? Where does it hurt? Where does it hurt? And I just giggled, you marks. And um, <laughs> so I, because I, I was limping everywhere. I got a, a, a knee brace and I was like walking through. And if you get those old school knee, the knee wraps from top to bottom, you can't bend your knee. So nope. I'm limping through nope. the airport. I'm getting, you know, a special you seat. You were going into SummerSlam. We were, and I was, I was milking yeah. this thing and all my matches. I'm limping around and stuff. And uh, I guess the big fella doesn't watch the program. So Vince was like, why is he walking like that? Is he getting fatter? <laughs> <laughs> you know? I don't know that's exactly what he said, but I'm that was the basic. A couple that was thousand dollars a year on this guy. That was no the that was the gist it. of it, right? Like, so 
uh, Triple H comes up to me, and he's got a look on his face like, the one thing I like to say, uh, Triple, he was always a player's coach. You know what I'm saying? Like, he because yep. no, you know, he was getting like power slammed into pig. Shit, so you know he's paid his dues. But uh, he comes walking up to me, and he's got like half a smirk, half a frown. He's like, uh, the the, the, the big fella doesn't like the way you were moving in the ring tonight. And I said, well, I was selling my leg. He's like, you're you're healed okay your leg is healed and uh he wants you to lose he wants you to lose 30 pounds by next raw i said oh i just looked at him and said it's tuesday like any yeah. any yeah. tips he's like uh just maybe drink water <laughs> like he had no idea and i'm sitting there and in the worst place is catering so i have a plate of food in front of me of course i push it away and then he's like you know hey maybe he'll forget about it you know because he gets busy or whatever and uh I'll starve myself all week, right? And then I came in, and I didn't even get asked to wait in. I was pissed. I actually lost uh, nine pounds that week. <laughs> but, you know, and it's one of those things where you're just like, I was doing the part, but they don't always pay attention. You know what I'm saying? And you can take those things and and run with it. But I shouldn't have been in, in the situation in the first place. I should have always kept, but I was always up and down with my weight. Like I would have a good week and then I would have a pizza week, you know, and that was just, that was my, that was my issue was, was food, not necessarily drugs. So I didn't have to, I don't, oh, I don't like look down on someone whose addiction was different than mine because they have the same consequences. It's just mine is socially accepted and theirs is not. Yeah. And many times I will say this, you know, as you, you're recanting these stories, I would appreciate because Santino, who was our travel partner, was really horrible about like trying to stick to diets and you could. You oh, know, he was an enabler. He was an enabler. <laughs> but but you and I, we would always when it was time to grab, you know, you needed that little something. Sometimes you just need a Snickers or or yeah. whatever or or a Mountain Dew, and we would always see each other doing it, but give each other the nod and like not stooge it off to Santino, which I always appreciated. But but again, didn't make it right. So I I, I may have well, enabled you and vice versa. But but his answer hey, was always just have some Metamucil. So he yeah, would want to go right. to a place and eat a bunch of bad food. And he goes, listen, just have some Metamucil afterwards. It's like you didn't eat it at all. Like, <laughs> that's not that's not accurate. That's not accurate. But uh, at one o'clock in the morning at a Waffle House, you're going to believe it. <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, as a body guy, I did have a theory. It was called uh, yourself lean." So, in theory, I think Santino is onto something because if you really want to get leaned up, you take a bunch of you know Sienna Sienna tea the night before, the Metamucil, the fiber powder, and I mean, you just like you clear your house. You yeah. are shredded. You're, you're okay. You know something? Perfectly money. I actually can I. This is a serious question, and uh, I, I don't want to interrupt the podcast if we. Tyrus, if you'd like to talk about anything else. No, no, no. We're, we're, why not? Good. Go. Yeah, so, let's go for all it. Right. Go I was for coming it. back from a show once, and a long story short, I had consumed on a drive from Nashville to Louisville, back home, 26, you know, uh, crystal burgers. Jesus. Okay? No. Yeah, Jesus. I'm not. 26. And then this is, again, God's honest truth. Uh, stopped at a gas cr- station. Crystal burger? Uh, crystal burgers. Uh, it, it, like White uh, Castle. Burgers. It's awful. Sorry. Unless they want to sponsor us. They taste amazing as long as you only eat like six of them. Jesus. No. I counted these. And I had a large Diet Coke and two orders of fries. Stopped at a gas station, had a grape soda and a chocolate chip cookie, and drove home. 
That was also consequently the same night that I was accosted by a bat who flew out of a tree and tried to like, it, it almost attacked me, but it, I was spared. The next morning I got up, not thinking of what I did the night before. And in about two seconds, it was over. But I literally felt like my insides were pressure washed. Why, like, medically is that possible? And I was shredded. I was lean. I wasn't bloated. I was ready to go. I was literally ready to run a marathon. So, EC3, is that kind of in line with your theory? Uh, absolutely not. No. Okay. <laughs> no, no it, it, in a sense, in a sense, another bodybuilder hack, too, is, like, sometimes when you have that pig-out session, your mm-hmm. body, maybe because you're probably eating fairly clean, you're probably eating pretty decent, yeah. and you're, you know, making good results, but something about, like, bad food and sugar, the insulin spike, if you do it right, that's why, like, bodybuilders have these huge carb nights and these huge cheat meals on their days of competition because it pulls a lot out of them. So you may have just hit the lucky window of time, place, 26 crystal. But, like, then, yeah, the good clean out right afterwards, yeah, you're popping, bro. You know? Yeah, okay. you're You're dialed in. Gotcha. Gotcha, because it wasn't induced by any kind of uh, other supplement. So that's a – and the body is a machine, though, right? Like, it's going to kind of get rid of what it doesn't need toxins. And I think even now, like, it was in, in terms of health where um, – and, again, I'm not trying to step on one industry or another, but, like, that stupid food pyramid where they were saying yep. how, like, Captain Crunch and uh, Lucky Charms, yeah. which are both great cereals, by the way. Love are Lucky Charms. Are like, what the hell – like, how stupid do they think the public is? Very. Did you guys see that? Very, they're, they're pretty, very they're pretty stupid dumb. and fat. They're yeah. pretty dumb. Yeah. They're horrible people. No, we are. No, no, society is. Society will believe anything if you say it three times. Yeah. All you got to do is put I it out there. It comes down to being lazy. We're all a little lazy. Yeah, everyone wants to hear. A- just think about it. My bowl of cereal that I have on my couch while I watch Jerry Springer, somebody comes on TV and says it's good for me. So what the hell are you talking about, Mom? <laughs> <laughs> like... It's an enabler. Like, hey, you fat f- keep eating uh, frosted f- mini wheats for lunch and breakfast. Yeah, it's even like better many- when you have it at three in the morning with no exercise ever. Like, yeah, you're winning. You know, wash down, wash down some corn fructose syrup and 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 milk because you're a grown adult and you need a lot of milk. So, yeah, yeah. Ab- absolutely. And we believe and argue it. But even the original one when they were throwing cheese and stuff in there. Like it's all a money making scheme. It's who like when the when the head developer. Now listen, I, I identify as a conspiracy theorist, and my pronouns are I f- told you. Uh, <laughs> the uh, world class. Thank you. When you when your head scientist is funded by Lucky Charms, chances are Lucky Charms is going to turn out pretty good. So yeah, right. the, General Mills and these other companies were are lobbying. The food pyramid. So that's how you get on there because you pay. It's just like anything else. It's like I used to think about awards like, oh, man, Emmys and, and Oscars. And then you look, it's like whoever, whatever company pays the most gets to win. So the most money yeah. you put into something, because if you don't pay, you can't get an Emmy. So I was blown away by this because I was naive a little bit. And I was like, hey, we're the number one late night comedy, so we should get an Emmy. And they're like, no, nah, we don't we don't pay the uh service fee and the registration fee and uh, i was like what we're not even invited no because you don't pay you have to pay them so whoever pays the most usually gets the gets the deal so it's one of those things it's a work like in wrestling our answer for everything it's a work you know everything's a work and it is is. one thousand percent but here's the thing is you could say that 500 times on here 
and the the the, the real world out there isn't going to believe any of it. No, that's what's crazy about no. it. Is, it is, it's it, people are so blind to it. Well, you know what it is, is I think people they just like like to escape. Like TV is their great escape, and unfortunately, uh, I think reality TV is really shaped. Uh, the way people are distortedly look at things is everything they see on TV is real now. And even like going to a movie, they'll complain about the movie as if it was a real, like it was an actual, <laughs> it was an actual documentary. Like oh, Avatar was an actual documentary yeah. and they couldn't help but notice that there wasn't enough uh, people of color playing a group that were blue. Like it's not real. It's the same thing right now. Uh, the... Harry Potter, which I I don't think I've seen one episode. I've never read a book. It just didn't appeal to me. But uh, they're going after her for her views, and, uh, and they're trying to take down her video game as if it has anything to do with her. It is a magical world. It has nothing to do with It's not a real world. So, you know, calling her transphobic has nothing to do with what it, she's doing at all. Enjoy, but it's just amazing to me. Enjoy by her own. Like, yeah. Enjoy, like, well, she's got she she's been an OG though. I gotta give it up to her, she's been an OG since day one. Like, and they just gone after her, you know, they just go after her, but they just they can't. People, the kids love her books, so they can't they can't really hurt her. And every time they make a movie, it's you know, it does well. So, I she's in that precarious situation where they attack her constantly to get noticed, like, because every. It's on my news feed. Like when we get stories this week, I'm like, I don't want to do this story. And they're like, why? I said, because I feel like you're just giving attention to the, to the cancelers and the haters. Hold it right there. We'll be back in a bit. Everyone loves Elvis. Elvis tried to, was grooming a 14 year old. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So should we not what? like, should we get rid of all his what? work? You know? He was what? His wife was 10 years younger than him. Priscilla, no, he was right? of legal age. Priscilla? What? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, she, was, when did it, she was underage. Yeah, yeah legal age where? Was South it? Africa? You missed out on that that biography? He was blinded. You know, he was absolutely blinded. Cool and not have any weird stuff like that. Like I, I think I speak for the general public. I don't think you do. Why can't we just have somebody that isn't that doesn't have something? Like everyone, no, everyone, no, no, everyone has right something. Here. You're just not supposed to know what it is. Like you not, you know what I'm saying? Like you're something needs to be that no one knows about, and if they do find out about it, you just go away. What? You know, like, oh, like you found my thing. Well. Like, as soon as that's or, out, it's time to go. Like, oh, my thing's out there. Well, I'm out. Yeah, you could be like Tony like Atlas and own it and just have some old lady punch you in the face on the internet. Yeah, I know. And again, you own it. and again, that's <laughs> you can own it, but you go away. That's it. Like, when they find out your secret, your secret weirdo, whatever your little deal is, that's a wrap. It's done. You know, I think that's, I think that should be the rule. You're like, hey, he's a great yeah, actor, but that whole thing with the mermaids is is just too much. He's got to go. <laughs> Love you. Enough is enough, right? I mean, no one says this, but look, there's right and there's wrong, and that's it. Yeah. And like, no, stop being weirdos. To pay, you know what I mean? To people that are super famous, just friggin' stop. You're okay. Look at your life. It's pretty cool. You had Don't a good run. Your weird out. You're done. Next man up. Yep. Done. Over. Game over. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, go away. We don't need this. <laughs> You know, if you spend your weekends recreating the Rocky Mountain Horror Show and we find out about it, it's, it's a wrap. <laughs> That's uh, it. You found out, bro. Yo, you hey. found out about it. Sorry, Trev. Damn it.
You got me. And he, Manny, put for, the pantyhose up. Put yeah, the hey. pantyhose up. They, they know what's going on. You, they know, got you, just, me. you just come out and your press conference is real simple. <laughs> you just look at him go, whatever. You know what? I, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm out. No more interviews. Well, I'm done. Horror, <laughs> Rocky Horror is for all people. I'm, I'm a fan. Yeah, I like I, that's why I said it. <laughs> no one defends him like a show like Aaron does. I'm just waiting for that character to come out. I'm just just What's waiting. That? Oh. I said I'm waiting for that character to come out. When that oh, strolls you, you, out to the ring, hey, I'm just I'll just fine. leave I'll just leave the belt in the ring for you to pick it up. I'm out. I'm rolling out. <laughs> you yeah. wanted a lot more than I do. Yeah. Oh my! You know what? I was going to sing a few bars, but I'm not going to go there. You know what? I will give you the time. Everyone here, we will give no, him the yeah, time. The moment, oh, yes, sure, 100%. Yes. No, yeah, yeah. Aaron, Kevin, Kevin, Kevin would love it. 100. percent Yeah. Okay. Aaron, you can well, sing. Let's go. Aaron's a showman. Aaron's a no, showman. No, for Halloween, I um uh, maybe I'll do it, but I'm not doing it now because the moment's passed. I didn't want to. No. Go. Aaron, do you sing? Come on. Yeah, he no, does. No, right he knows the entire <laughs> script by ha- by heart. But I I have taken a lot when I was stand out from the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Like when you pronounce certain things, the the narrator. Like I would like, if I may, to take you on a strange journey. Like it was it was very. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. I thought, he can't resist. He can't resist. He's like, his I, things, I, I, I ladies and gentlemen. He's gonna expose himself. He can't help it. He can't help it. What? I want to be the narrator. That, that's who I would no, be. You that's don't. I, no, you don't. I wear no, you don't. No, you don't. You don't want to be the narrator. You want to be the narrator and the the, the space no, vampire or whatever. I'm not Tim Curry. Oh, no. sorry. I didn't. I wasn't familiar. He knows. He knows the actor's name. That's how much he's into it. It's Tim Curry. It's most like on to be fair, Tim Curry is a well-known actor. I mean, yeah. he was. He was in. No, no, I mean, yeah. look. It's Tim Curry. How right? many people now, here know the name of the character Tim Curry played in the Rocky Mountain Horror Show? I have Rocky Mountain Horror Show. I don't. It is Dr. <laughs> Frankenberg. <laughs> Thank you. I rest my case, Aaron. Meatloaf was in that. Okay, rest his soul. You know, Papa Judy, bless my soul. You don't need singing. And, uh, <laughs> Do it. Go for it. What? No, I, don't again, stop. You never know. You never know. Uh, have, no, but, uh, we have a few minutes left. Maybe I'll... I'll Stay Speaking of which, look, you just brought up meatloaf. Who's who's the best musician turned actor, or or that has? Oh, acted? that's a good question. Ding. No, oh, David Bowie. <laughs> Bowie's up there, I think. Yeah, Labyrinth. Bowie in the prestige. Bowie in the prestige. Wait a minute, stop. Kevin Kylie was doing a Bowie. Go, Kevin. No, I was doing. I would do anything <laughs> for love. But hey, I, I got one for you. Right? But I won't do that. Timberlake. Uh, Tina Turner. Tina Turner was great. Thunderdome. Oh, yeah. But yeah, that was solid. Do they have to have more than one big role, though? Well, I think, yeah. I mean, like, like, okay, like, so like what they have singer, to have, like, a career. What about Dolly, Dolly Parton? Uh, Dolly Parton, yeah. Dolly Parton is phenomenal. Tyrese? Timberlake. Timber, Justin Timberlake. Uh, what about Tyrese? Tyrese is more known. Do you think he's more known for the movies now than he is his music? Because he, well, his, his music career ended abruptly because him and the record company got into a thing, and I think they still hold the rights to all his songs. So I think that's Harry Connick Jr. Harry uh-huh. Connick's good too. He's good. He, uh-huh. he gets a lot of claim. Ooh, that's a good question. Yeah. What about, Anybody, hey, is my phone on? Ice. Is my phone on? Justin Timberlake? Yeah. Nobody? No. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. 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 Nice. Solid. He did yeah. great. 
Okay, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say it. All in our genres. I'm just gonna say it, and I'm John Cena. <laughs> Fantastic! He's awesome. No, Dude, he's got I, two rap I, albums. Yeah, he's got two yeah, rap yeah. albums. But he's he's hard to compare to like Tina Turner. And, Tina know, Turner didn't awesome. star in Transformers. Ice, Ice Cube. <laughs> his, his was WWE produced, though, right? It doesn't matter. Like, was, They're was all there, produced. I yeah. Well, you're right. And it went no, platinum, it didn't it? Yeah. His 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 rap it did well. He did some yeah. cover. I know he did a cover with Snoop. Um, well, Tyrus, what about Ice Cube and Ice T? I'd say I definitely yeah, well, Ice, Ice Cube. Cube. Ice yeah. Cube, yeah, I got it. You know what? I think Ice Cube wins it because not only did he do movies, he produced and made his own production company. So yeah. you know it what I'm saying. So I, I think you gotta. I think, Cube over T. I brought that. Yo. But T, and, and hey, but you know what though? I'm glad you mentioned that because you know who ended up being the most OG realist dude of them all ended up being Ice T. Really? Yeah, like he, super nice guy. Like, well, no, but I'm just saying, like he, so many people like stole his stuff. You know, like 99 yeah. problems. Jay Z took that, wouldn't give him credit for it. Mm -hmm. Like there was but so many so, different guys. Like he tried to, he was the guy telling Pac, like, hey, stop trying to run with these, you know, the this blood stuff. You know, like you're not one of them. No matter what you do, you just have money. You know what I'm saying? And then, so he was always in it, but no one ever listened to him. Everyone, and then now he's like the last one standing, you know, from that right. era. And, and mm. the fact that he is still standing is is insane to me because of how how many people that he has influenced or been involved with. But yeah, well, I think I think Ice Cube, a, a Justin Timberlake, are probably the probably the I would say the top two because a lot of times, like if. Uh, a singer does a one, just does a one spot, you know, like, you, you know, David Bowie in the labyrinth, you know, I know, I think he did some other stuff, but that's all I he remember did, is most notable. Yeah. Cause the pants were inappropriate. <laughs> the hair, bro. The, the hair, hair is I fine. You want to have, you want to have, Eyeliner was on point. Uh, you want to have all that stuff, but you know, he was wearing workout pants before workout pants was fashionable and <laughs> children watching that stuff. And it was grossly, you know, it was an, and it, it was embellishment. They embellished a certain area to where, like, when you watch it as an adult, you're like, come on, man. Like, yeah, was that necessary? Yeah. You know. <laughs> Guys, if we're talking about bands that are crushing it, can we talk about our boss a little bit and how he's out there killing it right now? We've yeah, all been yeah, just talking about age, talking about, like, dude, that guy's Billy seems like he's on point right now, just as good as you he know was. You know what's funny is, like, so many ago. people I'll, don't, I'll don't associate Billy Corgan with Smashing Pumpkins. They'll be like, I love Smashing Pumpkins. And then you're like, yeah, Billy Corgan. Who? Oh, wait, that's not the same guy. That's a different guy. I'm like, no, that's the, it's no. the same guy. It's like they're diehard Smashing Pumpkins. But he's he's such like he's such a reluctant star. You know what I'm yes. like, You know what I mean? But he's been everywhere. Like if you ever ask him a story about any point in oh, the yeah. in the 90s, he was there in the room. You know, like. Of everybody, it didn't matter who was Dennis Rodman, Chicago Bull, doesn't matter anything. Anything was going on, he was there. But he just, he's you know, huge in music, though. Yeah, yeah, like, no, he's here's the deal. Huge. I since we brought it up, so of course I, I knew who the Smashing Pumpkins was. I think 1979 was probably my favorite song. But had I ever seen him in concert before? No, I hadn't. So I had no idea in terms of like his riffs on guitars and like all that kind of stuff. When we went to the, when we all went, uh, we all met up and went to uh, the show in New Orleans. That was the first time I had ever seen him perform live. Yeah. So I Part had two. no idea about the guitar play 
absolutely no yeah. idea. And I was, and I don't mind saying it, I was absolutely blown away. I mean, I was, I had no clue that uh, he was that smooth. Like he's up there with Prince in terms of like he can play anything. Like that guitar speaks to you. Like I was, I was, I was shocked. You think you know stuff, you know, but uh, because I'm not, I'm not a concert guy, and that's just because of all those years of being a bodyguard and standing on stage while someone else was singing. I just. Whenever I'm there, I'm always I always feel like I'm working and at some point someone's gonna ask me where the bathroom is and I'm gonna get pissed off and I wanna leave, you know. So it's like I just I'm not a big concert guy, you know, because once you go to a rap concert, you never wanna go to a concert again because there's nothing worse than a rap concert. Absolute worst. The the hype men ruin it. Yeah, yeah. You're just like dog, shut up. No one came to see you. <laughs> like, please stop. Like we get it. You agree. I that'd be a good you job agree for me. with his music, okay? You know. And so, uh, and but whenever Snoop brought a band in, it was next level. So the band, if you're gonna go to a concert, it has to be a rock and roll concert, in my opinion. Yeah. Like when they just play music and they lip sync and dance around. I mean, that's just I, I just I can watch I that. I think at the home. whole whole NWA roster got to watch him play this summer. He had hit so many spots where we were all at. We all got to watch him play. I know he came down here by me. And just sold out the place, man. It was I didn't think he would do as well as he did. No, I, hey, town. Smashing Pumpkins and is iconic. They are it, an dude. iconic band. They yeah. have a he they have their yeah, own yeah. bass. It's just like Van Allen has a bass, Guns N' Roses has a bass. They have like, you know, forums and they have uh, fan community fans well, in different states and stuff. Like one thing I it, noticed was variety of people too. You know what I mean? There was old people, young people, like it was it wasn't just one group of, of people. There was he, dude, they had everybody. It was it was jam packed. Yeah, I just noticed uh, a lot of piercings. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he does breed that type of and, fan. And you know some I mean? people, after a certain age, the piercings don't look as good as they think they do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna put that out there. If you're on the wrong side of forty, it's time to take the nose ring out. Just you had a good yeah, run. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? You had a good run, but uh, you know. Yeah. They're living the moment, man. They're you know, reliving their youth. The hole as it closes up, you'll be fine. Yeah, gravity is pulling. You know, just so you're aware, it's, <laughs> it's not a good look. It, you know, it, do what you want. Yeah. Do what you want. But uh, yeah, I, like I said, I didn't. Sometimes when you when you six eight, you just can't get away from it, you know, because you just want to sit down and and enjoy things. But I, I just can't stand large groups of people, which is weird because I'm in entertainment. I don't mind if they're if I'm performing. Yeah. Well, yeah, because it gets old. I mean, it's it's, it's something you're used to every day. It's not you know, it's not a one-time thing. You're used to doing it time after time and time on a daily basis. So you know, you're not just taking every other month. You're going to a concert. It's frustrating when you you can't do what you need to do when you need to do it. Right. Especially when you're on a busy schedule. Yeah, because whenever Mm -hmm. someone asks me something, I'm like, I'd rather watch it at home. They're like, Oh, are you like that? I said, Because I, it's whenever I'm in front of a crowd, I feel like I have to work. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. My my wife hates it because when I come home off the road, the last thing I want to do is go anywhere and be around anybody. Yeah, you come home like, hey, let's have a vacation. We're going to stay in a hotel by the beach. You're like, that's not a vacation to me. That's work. Right. And my wife has been home the whole time, take care of the kids, doing her thing. She wants to get out. So it's you got to find a happy medium. Yep. Nap on the beach. (laughs) Divorce. Divorce. Oh, divorce. <laughs> no, no. Come on now. Sometimes that's the option, right? Let's just it, say this is keeping it real. Well, sometimes, but I'm trying to stay clear of that. All, he, all the man said was he was trying to meet her halfway, and all you 
jaded motherfucker tell him get divorced. I got 20 years on this sentence. Yeah. I'm almost done. Yeah, man. Come on, yeah, man. you would Could you imagine Trevor in today's dating game? Oh my god. Pay, oh, oh my god. I would pay money horrible. to watch that. Yeah. Oh, dude, I, the things I did as a young man, I can only imagine what I did. Yeah, him trying man. to figure out what non-binary, does that mean that they know oh, how to fix Jesus. a car? <laughs> what piston does that have to do with? My yeah. head. And with that, <laughs> for more podcasts like this, just like this, you can check us out at foxnewspodcast.com. Uh, real quick, fellas, everybody know where they can find you. Uh, EC3 started for us. <laughs> Find me at the real EC3 on Instagram and social media. Come see us January 31st in Knoxville, and I believe we have a pay per view in Tampa February 11th. But we may have sold it out already. Oh, sweet. All right, Trevor. All right, you guys can catch me at the real T Murdoch on Instagram and Twitter, and of course at Facebook. Mm-hmm. You got the pretty little blue check mark, and I will be with EC3 and the rest of you boys January 31st in Knoxville, Tennessee. Aaron, uh, I got a roll I call. Aaron, K, come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I, I, I was feeling the roll call. Um, so you can uh, find me on Instagram at the Aaron Files. That's T H E A R O N Files, and that's really the only one that casting directors care about. So just follow me on there, and we'll be fine. Uh, at Kylie Junior WWE, I'm headed down to Orlando for uh, local pro wrestling in a couple days, and uh, to hang out with EC3 a little bit and and see what's up, see what happens. All right, Luke, bring and us home. Yeah, have me at Luke Hawks 504, L U K E H A W X 504 on all social media or at Wildcat Sports, W I L D K A T. Check it out and check out NWA.com or NWA on all social media. We're here, we're live, we're direct. Fox News, the wise men, baby. Thank you, Tyrus. Thank you, Trevor. Thank you, Aaron. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you, EC3. Well, thank you. All right, enough thank said. You. Listen ad free with Fox News Podcast Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts. And Amazon Prime members can listen to this show ad free on the Amazon Music app.